Well, hello, everybody out there. My name is Kay Coughlin, and my co-host oh, is... Amina Chaudhary. And my co-host is Amina Chaudhary. I am a business coach for the nonprofit sector and social justice innovators. I'm a mom. I live in central Ohio, and I identify as a white woman. Amina, what would you like folks to know about you? Yeah, thank you. I um, am a DEI strategist and inclusion coach. I am right now situated geographically in the uh, Midwest, uh, right at the border of Minnesota and North Dakota. I'm a mom. I have a 25-year-old kid who is an adult, and <laughs> I have three kitties, and I'm originally from the East Coast, so I actually grew up in Toronto, Canada. I'm a Canadian citizen and an American citizen, and I tell people that I am here in the Midwest temporarily, hopefully, fingers crossed. I wonder if you might be willing to talk for just a second about why we're doing this podcast. Why is it called Unraveling Isms? And why Why you and me, Amina? Why Amina and Kay? Why are we doing this? I think you and I have been talking for a while now, and there is so much going on in the world. And it is incredibly obvious, I feel, to even people who don't agree with equity inclusion work, that how we live today, how we relate to ourselves, how we relate to each other, and how countries are relating to each other globally, it's not working out, right? It's, it's not working out for even people who are middle to upper class, right? We have a political conflict. We have climate catastrophes and stress. And the dream and the life that people thought that they were building by becoming independent from nature, right? <laughs> Disconnecting from the constraints of nature and thinking that we can live individual happy lives is turning out to be a nightmare. This is not turning out to be a dream. and Well, it's and it's turning out to be a lie. It's not just that it's a it's, nightmare. It's always been yeah. a lie. And now it's, it's always been a lie. Yes. It's so it's clear that it's a lie and a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It was fake. You know, it was a fake way of living that was proposed and it's not working out. And so I think that gone are the days where people are thinking of how do I figure out how to survive? It's becoming clear to people. I am not going to be able to figure this thing out on my own, right? Even for people who have backyard gardens, this last summer was a really tough summer and people realize, oh, it's not, I can't just get, I can't just do this by myself. I can't just figure out, I am connected to everyone else. If Nobody has bees. Nobody has access to bees this, this summer, right? And they're also starting to see that doing community is not that easy. There are these isms that systems that control the way that we already engage with each other and they're hard to break through. And so you and I have been talking for a while and the idea was that, you know, we have to figure out how to unlearn the ways that we have learned how to be in these systems. And so unraveling isms seems to be a good place to, a tangible good place to start and figure out. If we want to imagine how we, how we need to change, we actually have to figure out what we need to stop doing. Yeah, I, it's so fascinating to me. We've both been doing work on isms individually for years. Yeah. Working on different isms 
through our practices. And folks are going to hear more about that, you know, as the podcast episodes continue into the future. But one of the things I love so much about talking with you and, and working with you, Amina, is that we seem to come at these isms from different starting points. Mm. But we end up, almost always, we end up in a very similar way of thinking. I'm not going to say way of doing, because we definitely have our own different habits and patterns and, and practices, even as as in our coaching practices, right? Mm -hmm. We have different practices, but we always come together. I don't even want to say in the middle. We don't come together in the middle. We come together maybe in a third place, but we're aligned in our hearts and we have great appreciation for each other's work. And we do keep talking and working at it until we come to a place of real, true, honest understanding and it's just such a joy to be doing this with you in this relationship. And I guess I should say here that, because I didn't say it in the intro, Amina, you are my DEI coach and strategist, and I'm your business coach. I, I would say like our support even has gone beyond official. I don't know if it feels like this to you. So maybe this is this is me dropping a bomb on you or whatever, but like. To me, coach feels like a really formal relationship title, but, you know, you and I have become friends. You are a forever friend. I'm probably going to see you through to the end or vice versa. There is This is not a relationship that has an end date the way I would imagine I would with a different coach or someone's class or training that I take. Right? You know what? I feel I feel exactly the same way. I hope you're a forever friend for me. Yeah. And one of the things I love about that, about you and me and the way we work together, is we're both very clear and very honest with each other. And we're both so highly experienced at what we do that when we need to go into coach mode with each other, Absolutely. we do. We do that. I think we, we ping pong. Our, yeah, and it's easy. Roles. And yeah. and we're really, really clear about it, like to the point where where we even say, okay, today Amina is coaching Kay. And mm -hmm. today Kay is coaching Amina mm -hmm. so that we get the benefit of being coached, which is such an amazing benefit. It's we get to slip in and out of these roles yeah. of friend and coach and supporter. And it's a really beautiful community that we've created. I feel very supported when I'm with you. I guess that's what I mean to say. Same, same. I would say that the other reason why you and I are doing this podcast, right? I think the big reason is that, I'll name it, it is very rare for me to have a relationship or interaction that is ongoing with a white person where I can actually just say, no, <laughs> that does not fit. I feel very comfortable telling you because you actually have done the work to figure out how to not go into a fragile mode because a person of color or a woman of color is disagreeing with you. That That is a very common, I think, experience a lot of BIPOCs have with folks. And it's probably more in particular prominent with white people who are in their wake up, waking up phase that just coming out of their slumber they tend to be very difficult to 
disagree with or to express disagreement or to express something. I don't know. I don't even want to call it criticism. You and I will be talking and I can just easily say, no, okay, that's not what that is. That's actually that because of X, Y, Z. And you'd be like, oh, huh. You and I can, I feel like you and I have gotten to the place where we can talk in shortcuts. I can actually talk with you like a normal person without having a ton of filters up thinking, you know, what landmine might I be put in front of Kay that she might step on? In most of my interactions, especially in professional interactions, I'm constantly looking around like, what landmine do I need to save ourselves from stepping on? I think you and I don't have that. And that makes for a very rich conversation. And you're right. I think we either come to these third places or new epiphanies or some, or there are times we just remain in disagreement and we have very different perspectives on something, and that is okay. It is okay. And, and I have to tell you, yes, I have done the work, but of course the work is ongoing. I mean, I could tell you even as recently as last weekend when I caught myself being fragile or flammable or whatever we want to call it. But, you know, you bring the same thing into this relationship. You can tell me when, when you think I'm being wrong or inappropriate. And I can say the same thing to you. And we can have a, a true conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's a real, it's a, it's a blessing. It's a gift. It's a real community. You, Amina, this relationship we have, I just want you to know, and I really want everybody to hear that this for me is both a safe place and a brave place. I'm not afraid to be brave with you. And I hope we bring that into these episodes is that we are being brave with each well, other. This means I am going to say things that are going to trigger people in the audience and that are going to, you know, activate strong emotions. And that that's going to be okay because I think that's one of the things that we have to unravel. That's part of the unraveling isms. Is that one of the things that we have to start unlearn is the very controlled way that we show up to relationships and to community where you can't experience the unexpected and still be in relationship. Mm. Um, Especially Mm -hmm. if it's, you know, we, we allow for unexpected joy and magic, but we don't allow for unexpected hurt. Yes, yes, yes. When someone is hurt, it just becomes their responsibility to figure out, right? We don't figure out how to actually co-experience the hurt and care about it we've learned either we 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 run away we be silent we apologize we change our mind about what we said we do all of these things to skirt around that feeling of hurt and figuring out how do we how do we quickly bury it so that it yeah yeah um and so one of the things that always comes up in my work even as a business coach now is i'm really careful to point out to people that we all have a choice to be emotionally mature and emotionally responsible and emotionally engaged. Mm-hmm. We could go we could go so deep here, but thank you, Amina, for the conversation today. I'm excited yeah. for people to hear it. Our intent is to yeah, do this basically every other week, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. We're, we're not going to rush this. We're going to We're going to put quality and impact over quantity. Yes. So we're just going to do to do this in the in the way that we can have the most impact moving forward, right? 
Absolutely. Totally. Right. And impact not not just for the listeners, but for each other, but for each other, because mm-hmm. this relationship, this community is incredibly important and we, and we need to protect this. All right. Thanks, everybody, for being here with us today. I thank you for me as well. <laughs>